We got the episode 24. Come down. Yeah, that's that introductory tone by Nate Dogg. Hi, you make my high come down. And that's a track that my brother Knox Mann, who's our guest today, showed me. And even though I've loved Nate Dogg for many years, I haven't heard that one until he showed it to me. So you never know what you're going to find around the next bend. And that's kind of the th- part of the theme for this episode. And by the way, if you don't know who Nate Dogg is, you need to fucking know. I mean, just listen to these. He's just famous for all these sick riffs where he just sings like regular sentences perfectly. Check it out. Um, but yeah, this is a this is just a random conversation we had. Me and my brother Knox. Uh, of course, we live together. We're very close, and we talk about a bunch of weird, wild shit in this one. So I hope you guys can stay on board. But just to give you a teaser and a little taste of what you might be expecting, a lot of what this one's about is just kind of that that transition into a world beyond parkour you know for for me and Knox, like we both had to um in our own way make a transition out of out of one lane and you know shifting into a new lane in our lives or a new era of our lives um and as near and dear as parkour has always been to me and always will be to the both of us actually of course uh i think like this is an important conversation Maybe for us, but also for potential listeners out there to understand that um, there's there's things that happen in your, especially being tied to this community and, and feeling like you're part of something. There's huge upsides to that. But um, part of the the conversation we have today is talking about the pitfalls sometimes that you can you can succumb to by by tying up your identity in, into um, one thing and also just, you know, what it's like to to kind of make a transition out of, of one passion and into the next area of your life, which can be troubling. It can be a tough transition. It's uh, partly, you know, something I'm very much interested in right now because that's part of what um, I've been doing and that's what part of, partly this podcast is has been about for me is just exploring new territories and exploring um maybe old but also new passions you know i've always been interested in podcasting but i've i've uh, not really given myself and really attempted to try to to better myself at this this type of thing um until this most recent installment so again appreciate you guys listening very much i couldn't say it enough uh but you know it means the world to to have people that want to listen to this podcast and give a shit about episodes every week even if you're not listening every week uh the fact that you know you're subscribed or you've given feedback or you know a review or anything like is 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 it just means more than you guys know it means like as much as i do this mostly for my own reasons and everything it doesn't it doesn't have 
context without without an audience and it doesn't have context without you guys and uh um, i much appreciate you guys listening and, and being interested in in what we have to say here so here it is me and my bro the knox man and we're getting wild on this one so watch out snorkel florkler you snorkely forking bastard you're the florkler the you florkler. stanky forkling storkly bastard you're starkly what does starkly mean dude it doesn't mean anything what could starkly mean but it, it sounds like it means fucking bloody bastard or something you storkly bastard you bloody starkly bird. you storkly forkling flickety flark <laughs> I think if you can say it, if you say <sighs> anything with that what is that is that Scottish you forking stishly burger you f- <laughs> God, that's funny. Uh, we just Markley. make sounds for like two hours. I think like that's what we should do is just start out with a Florky Markley. <laughs> Florky Markley. Yeah, Florky Markley. I think there's something about that Scottish accent that gives you the permission to just make up words. Because it sounds like English, but like it sounds like if you're that far north in England, maybe you just you're saying some shit and like no one would know that it's real like dialect or not. <laughs> you know? It's convincing for George sure. McGowan, I, don't know, George, I don't know if George McGowan listens to the podcast, but you're gonna have to get back to us with uh, some information. If you if you if you if he doesn't listen, if you know George McGowan, he's the most Irish bastard I know. I think so. I can. He's definitely so Irish, you, you and should, he's better than everyone. And he's insanely he's good. So good, dude. That Kong, that Kong pre punch front was just like. Everything he does is just dope. I don't even know which one you're talking about, but it he doesn't matter. He over a wall to like some other thing. There was no consequence, but like he fronted out and like almost face planted on his open rotation because he's so poppy. <laughs> it's like, not how fair. How does he spring around like that? It's not fair. When you can dub on on flat ground, it's it doesn't really Daddy's. compute, you know. Um, without a round off, by the way, he just fucking sends <laughs> a, a double side flip. Right? He's like, That's here, just have like, that. How have, have you that? Want oh, you like you like dubs, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right, here we go. Dubs him Dublin. He I talks like, like that the, would be he's like such a, a G. What does he say the other day? He's in that, that one video. He's like, don't you feel this disgusting side flip, Gav? Disgusting. God <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn. Sometimes like I am Irish and I wish I was Irish. Yeah. Um, it's true. Welcome Dude, to the imagine po- like, not that you, any of us have ever gotten like a lady no, Due no. Do the parkour. But imagine just having the double side flip ability just to like be like, how about this one? Is that hasn't worked until now. <laughs> double side flip land. Hello. That'd be pretty that might be the thing that well, I don't know. I think people are not you and I, maybe. I think we missed that generation where it was cool enough to to garner you the female attention. Yeah. The the muggle female attention. Obviously, there might be some parkour girls out there that are like stoked on you because of your jumps or whatever. Or, you know, the proverbial you. <laughs> yeah. Where were they at? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's not even get into that because <laughs> that might be a little too close to them. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a parkour girl that's into you that we know that's staring at me right now that's in our house. But the, the there might not feet. be. We don't know. There might not be. I don't think that she's... I don't know. I don't think she likes... Some people don't claim... Don't, the, some people aren't actually parkour even if they did parkour. Speaking of not doing parkour and maybe being parkour or maybe not being parkour or what your street code means and all that bullshit, 
Got a new job. You just parkour. got a new job. I mean, as as a parkour, as a porn star, is what I. A porn star. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I thought your job was engineering, dude. Who's in a, a porning? Is porning. It? Porning. Dude, you you didn't tell me that you had these connections in the industry. I know, dude. I'll get you a hookup. Let me you just get me in there, dude. I'm I ready just, for my scene. I just need to do a couple. Yeah, for your scene. Scenes. I need to do that. I'm ready for scenes. Fourteen and a half more penetrations than I can offer you in a recommendation. Wait, 14 and a half what? More penetrations. And then I can offer you a recommendation. I can refer you. I have to penetrate 14 and a half more times? I have to. You have to. Yep. And then I have the cred. And a half. What is a half penetration? Like a good blowjob scene. That's not... <laughs> I guess that's a half. This is... <laughs> what the fuck? This is not... Okay. I really wanted okay. to talk about your new job, actually. Like, that's... Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, not... not I, I respect the people that work in the porn industry, too, but... I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. There's no four, there's no half penetration, as far as I know. Yeah, this is already being, this is already becoming one of the weirdest episodes. Welcome to High Drop, people. Welcome to High Drop. This is the, well, whatever. I'll have an intro already. I'll do an intro later before, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but um, your new job, dude. They got a new job. I got a job offer today. Job offer today. This morning. I think this is a. This is actually super interesting because I'd like to hear your thoughts, bro. Like it, as someone who is is more or less transitioning out of, you know, I don't know how seriously you ever like really took a career in parkour, but at one point, if definitely that, did. that was something point, that you yeah. were after, and now you're more excited, and you're very excited. You should be. You're very excited about your your new job opportunities and this new life you're building outside of that. What are you like? I don't know what what's that process been like for you because I think a lot of people, especially maybe young people, they just like might be wondering what it's like to what what life is like as you get into your elder years. <laughs> and I mean by elder, I mean parkour elder, not yeah. like real actual life elder. I don't know. Well, I think that like it's <clears throat> I think the it's like kind of a weird what a weird tr- I don't want to. Call it a transition because I haven't transitioned fully into the job yet. Yeah, you haven't even started but the else, job but yet. But I have like, it's like a mental transition where you're just like, you know what? I can do all these fun things, but I, maybe I need to like get my life together so I can experience other things. Mm. Because like money, obviously, and a career and stability and like health insurance. So I can do parkour and like break my leg and be like, hey, I can, I'm good to go. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have any real health insurance and like now this is going to provide that for me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they get with parkour, th- people like they're really into it and want to make a career out of it. They're they get hung up on it for like a long time without. It's like better to kind of like face it sooner, you know what I mean? And be like, wait a second, what is like? Why do I do this? Am I mm-hmm. just trying to do this so I can like be the next fucking Red Bull athlete or whatever it may be? Or am I just doing this because I really like to jump on shit? But like, like what was there before parkour existed in my life? You know, like what aspirations like. Were there beforehand, mm-hmm. and like going to school, I don't even know why I went to school, but now I'm gonna use it. But you, when I went to school, you know, like it was physics and math, and yeah, then like yeah. the idea of engineering. So now, like it's coming full circle. It's like, hey, I'm gonna actually make use of that degree and like be a part of like a company that's like really awesome. You know, yeah. but I don't think it really like. I think that people will think that if you get a new job that's like more serious, that you can't have as much fun or you don't have the flexibility, but like. All it's going to do, I think, for me is make my life, like, way better. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to actually be able to train more 
Cause I'll be able to buy a pair of training shoes. I'll be able to get to the gym. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'll be able to afford supplements and like chiropractic work. You're like, it's going to make training better. Yeah. So like, I'm like, Hey, this is actually well, awesome. And also <laughs> what I'm curious about is like, do you feel like you, when you faced it, like the way you, in your words, um, what do you think that's like for most people? Do you like, do you feel like you, you, you realize that that's not actually your, your true calling or, you know, like, did you, you know, what, what was that, what was that process like where you're like, Oh, you know, whatever, you know, I'm, uh, I'm switching towards this new goal. Mm, well, I think that like, honestly, biking has played a huge part in it. Mm-hmm. It's just like being a bike mechanic for the last five years and then having that as a hobby and then getting like more into camping and all that stuff made me realize like there's so many other things that I love to do too. You know? Oh yeah. And I was just like, fuck, like I like riding bikes more than doing parkour, mm-hmm. you know? And not always. There are sometimes that I'm like really stoked on parkour and having a great time, but your body has to be feeling good to be able to like feel that way, you know? Yeah. So I think that like early on, like moving here, you know, with all the merm stuff, I think that that was like the first like few years was like really wanting to like make it happen. And then I was just like, I don't know if it even just brings me like happiness anymore. You know what I mean? The same way that it used to, like when you try to mix your passion with, work and stuff yeah and so i've come to the realization that for me i think that i'm better off if i separate the two mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i mean and now it's like i get the separation with part with biking too and now like biking is only going to be fun for me and then i'll be working on spaceship the rest of the time for like work and then i have yeah. honestly i have no real like passion for space like i obviously like biking like passionate about biking and like passionate about like doing parkour like space i'm like cool never want to go there no thanks i'm good I like America and Earth. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'll, I'll take my chances here. Yeah. Like, I have no desire to, like, travel. But I think that it's, like, a really cool growing field to be a part of that can, like, make a difference. Oh, yeah. And so I'm like, all right, this is a cool place to be. And I think that, like, with my skills, it's a place that I should be because I'm just detail-oriented and, mm-hmm. like, have those technical skills. Like, I'm so happy that I have technical skills, like, versus, like, like I obviously talking to the HR lady, I'm like, I'm happy that I have technical skills over HR. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that I'm not like some communications person or whatever. Like I like that I have those kind of skills and I should make use of them, you know? So oh, I yeah. guess like kind of figuring out like, Hey, this is like what I'm going to be good at. And then I was talking to my dad about like the career track mm-hmm. and he's like, you're never going to be a supervisor. He's like, you don't, they won't ever really want you to. He's like, you're going to get, be so good at doing it that like your path is going to be like, like, quality control engineer and like and testing stuff and then eventually like design just because like you're so meticulous and detail oriented that like you're gonna be yeah. doing that i'm like all right cool i can have like make use of these skills and make myself enough money and like stable life like where i can like maybe i can have a house one day and whatnot oh, and yeah. then every other week is a three-day weekend all right, what can I do with that time? I can do parkour, I can train, I can whatever. I still gonna have like my evenings. It's not like I don't have like life mm-hmm. anymore, you know. Yeah, still no, gotta work. it's like well, so and, it's and like, what, what people, th- yeah, I like think I think that's a misconception is, uh, you know, even when you're chasing these dreams. Now for us and with with Merm and everything, like we we arrived at at chasing that dream already a little late in life, you know, mm-hmm. like compared to like when it would be maybe most advantageous to approach that dream. Jesus Christ, what Shay, what the fuck are you doing? Fucking 
We got a conehead dog. He's hey, like he's trying to knock shame. his cone off because he's been licking his crotch. Um, hey, dude, Shay's been on the podcast as many times as pretty much anyone. It's fucking hilarious. But anyhow. <laughs> They're shaking. What the hell? Fucking dork. <laughs> um, what I was saying though is just uh, like you said, you have to grind at a job anyways when you're yeah. chasing that dream, and uh, you know maybe not. Maybe you know if you if you have if you're in the right opportunities or you have the right situation going, um, you can put all your eggs in mm-hmm. and go all in into parkour, and it's not like maybe too risky or it's it's just the right amount of risk or whatever it is, but. I think that, um, like you're saying, it's like if it if it didn't if it didn't bring you to the place that brings you happiness, I think like it's it's a really mature thing to to just kind of like be honest with what you with where you're at and what's happening, and uh, you know I don't know how it is it was for you, but it's uh, it it's been like. A trouble, a troubling thing for me sometimes to be like, all right, like looking at where I'm at and like where everything is. I'm like, damn, I feel like this this dream of parkour athlete is not really my own anymore. You know, it's like that that dream is kind of just it, it sort of came and went. Yeah, and, and like, it, I think it lingers due to like expectation exactly. from others, and yeah, it's yeah. like exhausting. If it's you, like, if I just you, want to let it go and just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost know? there's pressures outside coming from from uh, from people that might be listening, even or like just anyone who's really interested in parkour. They want to see you because they know you from parkour. They want to see you live out that dream, mm-hmm. whatever you know that dream might be, or whatever they're assuming maybe about what your your aspirations are or were as an athlete. Um, which is it's not always true. Like you're saying, like, it's like for you, like for the last few years, even it's been, and for me too, it's been like sort of a acknowledgement that like, you know, my body's just not hanging the way it used to. Yeah. It's not, it's not like, it's not the same um, feeling I get necessarily from, from just training and making videos, even though I still really enjoy doing that stuff. It's, it's gotta be repurposed. And like, it's still always like, it always was about, what I enjoyed and what I loved and what I wanted to do. It was never about like trying to make it so much. Although like, of course we tried to work that in because the idea of being able to, to make that our lifestyle would have been, um, would have been dope. But I think for me, I achieved like a lot of things that I was really like interested in. I guess like, I remember like early on, Mm -hmm. early on, I was just like, dude, I want to be on the tribe. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah like early on and i was just like then i then i got yeah, on the you've team. had like an even longer journey and like, like i was you've, able you've to already like, ticked off it's even like 10 more. years dude exactly i started in 2007 mm-hmm. october 2007 so like it's been a minute i've <laughs> been lots of minutes oh yeah i mean multiples of minutes multiples of hundreds of minutes i believe yeah maybe thousands even multiples of hundreds of thousands of minutes maybe even I don't know what a million minutes is. What's a million minutes? It's like 10 years, right? What? No, a million seconds what is, is like 10 years. What's a million millions of particles? Billions and billions, billions of particles. particles. <laughs> there are more seconds in a year <laughs> than there are pubes on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. That's almost certainly true. <laughs> yeah, unless yeah. I have the furriest <laughs> crotch yeah, on Yeah, it'd earth. be dense. <laughs> it'd be dense. Like, Where is it at? Where's that D? But um, <laughs> Where's that D? <laughs> What's it? That's in the cut, baby. <laughs> it's in the cut. It's like it's predator in the cut. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know. 
what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. But I don't know where we were going with that. I was just saying, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting to like to be kind of growing up, and and sometimes that means growing out of of certain things, you yeah. know. And like for me, it's been it's been tough because I feel like I'm growing out of certain things, but not others. Like I still feel very strongly about. Uh, you know, my practice and like what you're saying, like you always want to be on the tribe, right? Yeah. Then you accomplished that goal. You were on the tribe. Mm-hmm. And so then like, what was the, the next step for you? Then after that was like, after I realized that like American parkour just like, wasn't going to do it for me. I really wanted to move out here and just like become like a better athlete and have like a new life. So that was like my goal then. Mm-hmm. And then like, meeting like you and Dylan and just having that connection. And then obviously like Merm came about and it was like, dude, this is actually like happened. This is cool. And then like, there was all this momentum and then, and then, <laughs> <laughs> so I like how people are like, what is the, the end then? What is, there were two end thens. There's one, one of the, there was a one mystery. The <laughs> what does that other end then mean? <laughs> so that'll be, that'll be covered in another future episodes, I future guess, episodes. where we, uh, well, I don't know. We have to get the we tales have to get of the merm. The tales of the merm. We gotta get the th- the, the the trio back together for yeah. the tales of the merm. Well, I do want to say something that doesn't really have to do with merm, but sure. I was walking with a person that is ten feet from me, mm-hmm. and we were going to get food mm-hmm. of the Chinese nature, of course. And I randomly did an inward on a tree, totally cold. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. And the first time I went up, I had so much pop, I had so much grip that I just like, ah, I put my hand down and kind of like had to do like a little bail. And then I like got up and did an inward. And I was like, nice. Still got it. Still got it. Inward. So doesn't really go away. Yeah. No, I mean, it definitely certain, comes certain. back fast. Like there's certain levels of, of proficiency that you'll never lose, I'm sure. Yeah. Especially but, with consistency. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I always like, it's just fun. Like it is fun to like do that. But, like, I know that, like, I have a lot of respect for the discipline because I've always seen it, like, as a discipline. And even though earlier on I didn't really take the time to, like, do all the maintenance and all the rehab and all the prehab and all that stuff for, like, my ankles and, and the proper strength stuff, like, I've always, like, had a respect for it. And especially, like, now that I've stepped back, I'm like, I can't just, like, go in and just go hard without doing it right. And that's like why I've taken time to like not even be doing it. Cause I'm like, I'm just going to be doing damage to my body and hurting myself and like increasing my like likelihood of like serious damage. If I don't take the time to like get in some Ken appointments and get some Justin appointments in and like work my work way back, work my way back up to like training. And so like in a way I've, I've been kind of like waiting for the job, not really, but kind of like in my head a little bit. I, I do think about it like that. Like, Oh, when I get the job, then like <laughs> I'll be close to the gym and I'll be like, it will be more accessible. And you know what I mean? Like the shoes that I've had for the last year have no rubber on the bottom. They're like foam only shoes and that's not fun to train in. No. So I'm like, Fuck that. now I'll be able to get Fuck some that. strikes and stuff. Like, so I'm definitely like looking forward to like getting back into it. And I want that to be like, movement to be like part of my life because dude two weeks of parkour dude you get an eight pack comes back Sendy. real quick oh yeah and i'm like i got a belly on me right now no, just you're fat bro i'm fat you get that dad bod growing yeah maybe that, that should be the picture life. of the podcast oh i got that picture should of you, you all belly no 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 i got the other one for you <laughs> the one where you're derping out hard dude that am i shirtless yeah 
Oh, dude, that's going to be so good. <laughs> that is the best photo. That's exactly what I look like, everyone, all the time. That's his, that's that's his what, that's, go-to they, stance. They saw that when they when I went to my interview, and they were like, him, he's the one. Yeah, by the way, he's, <laughs> you're working for Sierra Nevada, which is like a space tech company. We aerospace, actually had Eric yeah. and Aerospace, excuse me, the the lovely Air, Christine Dietrich yep. also works there. Um, no, it, Honestly, like I owe her like everything. Yeah, she put the good word in. She got you in the she, door, like, basically, She right? introduced me to the VP, who also happened to, like, he did parkour with his son at the gym and stuff. And, like, I went in and made a good impression on the VP. And, like, from there, it's, like, they've tried to get me in. Mm-hmm. And, like, without her, I would have been, like, and she's given me, like, so much advice. She's the bomb. She's the bomb. Shout out to Christine. She's Christine's a former guest member of yeah. the podcast as well. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, and so I, like, definitely, like, go her for that. But the industry is just, like, awesome. You know, mm-hmm. she cleared up a lot of questions I had about like, I had all the same questions that anyone that's probably listening that's obsessed with parkour has like, well, like, what's it going to be like? Am I going to like be able to have fun? He's like, my life going to be over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was like, for like, Christine, like, do you ever like smile when you're at work? <laughs> like, well, like, you know what what's nuts fuck? too is Christine <laughs> is operating at championship level, championship winning levels of performance. And she has virtually the same schedule that you're about to have. Yeah. And she's and, like, she's yet- operating at that at work too she's operating champion level at work like she's the shit like oh yeah she's top of her game there top of her game she's she's a she's a force to be reckoned with no doubt which goes just to goes to show even further that you know there's so much uh, you know it's weird like you're saying like people get in their own way sometimes thinking that they have to like create some certain lifestyle i think that can be like part of the message of this episode is just don't hold back on like any one of your dreams you know like maybe you have this one dream it's important to go all in, I think, sometimes to really make things work. But it's also important to like not cut yourself like short on any on opportunities by saying like, "Oh, I have to do this." You know, I can't, I can't pursue this and this at the same time, or I can't. I, I have this one interest, and that's like the only one I'm allowed to have, or I'm not gonna have a good life if I do this too. Yeah, you know, or we get in our own heads like <clears throat> way too easily. I think. And it holds us back. Like, I question myself, like, all the time, or I'll just, like, have this conversation, like, what if, what if, what if, like, holy fuck, that's exhausting, dude. Like, and I need to stop doing that, like, and I don't do it, like, that often, but, like, do it often enough that it annoys me. Like, why do I live my life, like, thinking about, like, what ifs this, what if that? It's like, God, just take a deep breath and, like, wait for something to, like, happen. <laughs> or, like, go do something, you know? Yeah, I mean? go, but, like, go be constructive with your time, <clears throat> yeah, at least. Yeah, exactly. So... And people definitely get in the way, like of, of like making things that they could be like, you know, it could be dreams, it could be just like things that they want to try. They just they get in their own way, and like it's like you're missing out on these opportunities right now because you don't want to take the chance because what if this? Mm-hmm. So How did you, you can get always just stop doing whatever the thing <laughs> is you tried, and then go back to where you were at? <laughs> yeah, it's like that the inflation of the ego it makes you think that anyone gives a shit what you actually do anyways, <laughs> which most people don't, you know, like yeah. of course people care about you, but no one really cares what you do. They just want to see you smiling, you know. Yeah, they, exactly. They, they don't care what it makes you smile. They're just like, "All right, cool, he's doing that." Yeah. Dope, I love it. <laughs> well, that's like the thing is like everyone has a different like like thing that makes their meter like go off, mm-hmm. you know. And like, like, it's been, it's been sick to see you like make this transition, you know, we're putting that in air quotes, whatever, but this, like this move into this new job field and like you've, you've, you, I mean, I've never seen you more stoked, you know, you're always stoked anyways, but (laughs) you're like, 
You're, Marquise you're, thinks he's super stoked, dude. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Marquise, might, you might have to have a stoke off. Oh, yeah. And by the way, like anyone who has uh, who has listened to last week's episode and, and reached out and stuff, like we definitely got a good response from, uh, from excuse me. God, dude, I'm burping like a motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> the the mental health talk that we did last, last episode. Um, and it's definitely, you know, a beast topic. But I want to get those guys back on. So shout out to those guys. Oh, yeah. But yeah, dude, it's just like sick to see you uh, embrace that. You know, you're someone who's always been, you know, I've always admired your ability to just kind of go after those things, even though you are stuck at sometimes you think in that what if scenario. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you you exhaust all those what ifs or something. <laughs> I don't know what you do. <laughs> it feels like you just say as many what ifs as it takes. And then like <laughs> you meet the quota of like your mind being like, all right, we already addressed like 50 possible scenarios. Like now we can do it times over yeah, again. Yeah. Like it's like, dude, you just, you just go through all of them. And maybe that's like the strategy like for some people. It's insane to me. I'm like, as it's happening, I'm like, this is insanity, pure insanity. <coughs> oh, it and is. then it works out, but it works out. <laughs> I mean, you'll come at me with fucking, you'll be like, yo dude, should I get this or this for your bike or and something? It'll be like the same thing. I'm like, oh, first of all, question. why are you asking me? You don't, you know, I don't know shit about bikes compared to you. <laughs> you're like, yo, should I get this, this break or this other break? I'm like, I don't even know what that means. And you're like, all right. And then, like, <laughs> next day, be like, dude, I'm going with this break. And you're like, I'm going to order both breaks. And you're like, I'm going to get the large. No, the medium. And then, like, eventually, you you make moves, though. Yeah. Like, eventually, you land on the thing and you move on to the next one. Because yeah. even though you're, like, stuck with, like, always asking yourself, <laughs> like, what's the other thing I could do? Which is good. It, it eventually leads you down this path because you always make the move, too. Yeah. Yes, you do the crazy overthinking, maybe. But you always do the crazy execution. Yeah. You know? So you got to pair that up sometimes. Kudos to me. Balls to you, my brother. Balls to me. <coughs> Balls, Balls connected to me. <coughs> Balls connected to your groin. Oh. Balls on your face. Balls in my eyes. One ball in each eye socket. <laughs> One ball in each eye socket and eyelids. a scrot stretched across your bridge of your nose. <laughs> and a dick plopped on your forehead. Oh, man. Or down your face. Oh yeah, is it, is it pointed at the chin facing. or is it pointed towards the hairline? I don't know, but if it's a fat <laughs> dick, maybe it just plops right down your mouth, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, good old high drop. It, it's, it always but, goes there with us at some point. We just have a, we have to get it out. We're it just better, like, dude, dude. We have to say dick once. <laughs> dick. <laughs> I think that's just uh, the way that a lot of people talk, and we're just not afraid to do it on the camera, on on the on the mic. That's, That's the other true. thing. Yeah. Especially you parkour fucks. You forks. <laughs> you forks. You forks. All you parkour freaks out there. Don't pretend you don't talk like a filthy animal that you are. <laughs> you florking snorkeler. You florking snorkelers. <laughs> but, um, yeah, dude. I don't know. I just wanted to give you some props because, uh, yeah, I'm always stoked to see you making those moves in your life. I'm happy for you, dude. I'm stoked you're making that transition and, and you're excited about the future, you know, like it's one thing to, to, to do all these things, but you know, I don't know, like for me, there's like still like this, this crux of like, well, I don't know, like what my next thing fully is. Yeah. I'm still stuck maybe and not stuck, but I'm still working through, um, you know, building a new dream. You yeah. know, I'm, I feel like that when you realize that you're letting another dream go, it's really, it can be a hard thing. But it's also give frees up so much energy to to put your energy to new things. Totally. And part of that's been this podcast. And this you know, this is part of my new dream. Like I love doing this thing. And um 
I'm excited to see it grow. Next week we're gonna have the Patreon up. You know, I Ooh, said, I've said, nice. You got a Patreon page. You know, I'm doing some small things, and for me, it's all about that gradual. You know. Yeah. For me, I like to add consistent but gradual increments to to my dream because I want to make sure I don't slip. I don't like to take a step back. I like to just make, even if it's just minimal effort or minimal steps, it's just always forward. Just yeah. small progression. So it feels like I'm I'm moving slow sometimes, but at least I don't move in reverse, you know, like that's, yeah. that's my tactic sometimes for, for working through these well, kinds of things. I think it's better to like take a step that sets you back than like not ever taking a step sometimes too, you know? <clears throat> that's true. That's a hundred percent true. Well, and also I've had to backtrack a lot you have, to yeah. be fair, but like, You've had a you know, bunch you of have to backtrack to, to kind of sort things out because that's just part of life. You know, you kind of, uh, you know, I don't want to sound you know, like negative or anything, but you know, it feels like I arrived at sort of a dead end in some ways, you know, in, in, uh, in my pursuing my, my, not a dead end, I guess, but like, it just, I was like, Oh, this isn't the, you know, I climbed the mountain and it wasn't like the view that I was satisfied with, you know, yeah. in some ways. Like, I like, was oh, like what about that? Mountain I want to go like, I was like, Oh yeah, of course I want to climb more mountains. And also, you know, I want to, Maybe I want to do other things besides mountain climbing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Totally. But I think it's like, it's tough stuff to talk about sometimes, you know, especially when your identity feels like it's so wrapped up in parkour. That's the backtracking I've had to do a little bit. Is yeah. like, how much of me is truly about and I wrapped up in parkour and how much of that was um, attached to this idea of what I was working towards that, you know, was making me frustrated or unhappy or, um, Whatever it was, I don't know. I think that just like, like feeling like I, I wasn't living up to some some kind of weird expectation. You know, like you're saying, those expectations can can weigh on you, and you know, it's been freeing to let that go, like some of that weight yeah. go, and just be like, you know what, I don't owe anybody anything. Yeah, I don't have to exactly. fucking like do parkour if it's, it's like, like what do you isn't my passion right now? Like, what's gonna make me happy? Blah blah blah. Like all that shit. It's true shit, you know, and it's like it's hard to. It's just hard sometimes because you're you you feel you know you backed into a corner sometimes that's all yeah you feel like oh shit I went this far and oh no like I don't know what to go where to go from here like uh fuck I'm like, like that's that dead end feeling yeah but you just turn the car around and go back to the last little fork in the road yep and there's all of a sudden plenty of options again yep. like and like exactly. I've seen I've seen you navigate like you know doing that very very well. And like finding like your next adventure, you know, and that's really, really cool. And like, it's, it's helped me like kind of figure out what I'm doing with my newest adventure as well. Yeah. Well, I think that like for me, like I, I had to figure out, well, I want to touch on another topic at some point it has to do with intelligence as someone told me the other day. It was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. But, um, I had to figure out like what my skills were and like the things, what am I going to like probably what makes most sense for me mm -hmm. with like my skills and my degree and my current situation for me to like make a life that is going to make me like happy. Yeah. And you can't, it can't ever be perfect, but no. like what's going to be like, cause you're making just, sacrifices on either end. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You have to pick your sacrifice. Exactly. So I had to figure out what that was. And I was like, for me, it's like technical stuff, like building design, engineering, like high end, like precision shit mm -hmm. for you it doesn't make sense to like try to like obviously get the same job. No, but, like yeah. you're, you're a creative person. So when I like see you doing what you're doing, I'm not even like, why aren't you fucking just trying to apply to a job? I'm thinking like, you're the type of person that has the capacity for like independence 
and like in creativity. And that like leads to a whole like another set of opportunities that that I don't even have the the ability to do. And so like I was talking to some dude and he was saying that like they've discovered that there's like all these different kinds. It's like eight different types of intelligences. Mm-hmm. Like music intelligence, yeah, map, yeah, yeah. Like no, I've heard about these. And like, so Language, like people are like, you have like to figure out like and, yeah. what, where, like, what you're best at, and like, not worry if you're like not great at fucking English. If you're like a math genius, like fucking do math shit, like, yeah, or whatever it is, like, you know, or if like you are gonna be in that creative realm, like, do that. But like, I think that people get hung up on like whatever they see on social media and think that they have to be the next most creative person in the world to be happy, and it's like that's not the case. No, you know, no. So you just have to figure out like. What because you like you, you get satisfaction from like being useful and having purpose. Yeah, and like if you're good at something, you're and you can do it well, and get like paid for it. You're gonna be happy doing that because you're like, hey, I'm useful to the team. I'm making a difference, and I'm good at this. I'll go to work and I'm fucking crush it. And like you, and you could have to find a situation that like works for you, like getting the right benefits, getting the right pay. Yeah, like having the right hours if that's more important, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um. So when I like see you doing that, I'm like, you have a different, whole different kind of intelligence that like my skill sets, like they, they don't like align at all for like the type of jobs that we would have. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know what and I mean? and so, like, like people try to like, I don't like, do certain I don't things. like doing mechanical shits as much. Although I yeah. do like work with my hands to yeah. be fair. Like that stuff is always fun, Yeah, but I'm not like as mathematically, you know, inclined as you. Like I don't, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm bad at it necessarily, but I don't enjoy math. Yeah. You know, the way that you do. I, I don't enjoy like meticulous analysis of like instruments and like yeah. shit like this the way that you do. Uh-huh. You know, like, and like you said, it's so good to know your strengths. Yeah. It's so good to know what you're working with. Yeah, I say skills, but strengths. Skills. Yeah. Like skills, skill, your strengths, skill sets, so like it, it, your interest you... and, and develop those things as well. You yeah. Know? People will tell you, you got to work on what you're bad at, which of course is true, but you got to work on what you're good at too. You know, like yeah. some people say the opposite. So, I don't think you have to be an extreme in either direction, but you should definitely work on what you're good at because that's, what's going to get you probably further yeah. than anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? And then like, you don't want to be a piece of shit. You want to be well-rounded. So work yeah. on what you're bad at. You better have like, <laughs> be like, you know what? I'm really bad at reading. I'm just going to like try to read a lot. It's like, no, how about you get really good at the other thing? And then you like work on like, having like a well-balanced bank account and like eating healthy. Mm-hmm. Like those are the things that actually like matter. Yeah. Who gives a fuck if you can read a book or not like very fast. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So like certain things it's like, yeah, you do want to like get better at things when you can, but you have to prioritize the things that actually matter in life. And that's like relationships with people and like being secure and stable and like eating healthy, taking care of your body and all that other shit. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, those are the things that like you should be trying to focus on. It's like, who gives a fuck if like I'm good at podcasting or not? For me, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, but for sure. For you, you want to get good at podcasting. You know what I mean. I enjoy the podcast. So, <laughs> podcast. I enjoy that podcasting. What if it, what if it's called podcast with a K and then it's a new parkour podcast? That's it's lame. It's lame. It's lame as shit. No, that, I hate that shit. Actually, but I it's think. A I actually wanted to maybe even get further from parkour in the title. Um, I actually really love height drop as a phrase yeah. and like what it represents, not just for parkour, but just like the whole concept is kind of like yeah. what the idea is about because the height drop, again, it's actually really relates to the situation that I'm in. Like a height drop is showboating almost, right? In a way, <laughs> it's showboating because you've taken a drop unnecessarily. 
yeah. or you you know that you're taking a fat impact, but you're going into it anyways. Yeah. So it's not necessarily showboating, but that's part of it. But also the part of it is like the impact, like accepting the fucking consequence, the, the damage, you know, yeah. the damage that comes along with a high drop. Like it's a willing participation in destruction of yourself to, for the betterment of yourself or to, you know, achieve things. And so like, it's always been like a part of uh, my theme personally for this podcast is like, you know, every, every episode, as soon as I press record, like that's the leap, like that's me just sending it and like, we'll see how far the high drop is. But like part of it is just like, I'm jumping into the unknown. It feels like, you know, this podcast is exploratory. It's experimental for me. It's like, it's like you said, it's something I'm trying to develop and get better at a skill, but it's also yeah, you know, it's just it's, it's so many things. It's so many things wrapped up into one, and it also it's it, it's uh, it's been rebooted again as this free energy that I've had while I'm developing this new dream and like chasing this new um, passion of mine. So I don't know. It's all really exciting. I don't know where exactly I got all that just yeah. now, but from somewhere. Oh yeah, because you're stupid fucking PK parkour PK, podcast. The PKist. The PKist. <laughs> No, don't do lame as shit stuff. You know, I was actually thinking about this the other day, and I was just like, dude, <clears throat> I don't want to be, like, judgmental, but I just kind of am sometimes. Part, part of me is just judgmental, and, like, there's been, like, this whole thing in culture where you're not supposed to be judgmental of people, right? That's part and of I think life, that's part, being able I think, to... <laughs> and I, I finally sort of reconciled, like, okay, yeah, yeah, of course, you don't want to be judgmental on, like, things that make you a racist or a sexist or a bigot of any kind. But other judgments are super important. And it's always annoyed me when people would be like, that's judgmental. Like, quit judging me. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I have to make a judgment call. If you're a shitty person, I have to be like, ah, I should probably not hang out with this person. Yeah. If you're an awesome person, I have to be like, damn, that's a nice person. I have to expect. <laughs> and if you're respect serious, and admire. What about, this? What about you, like, feeling that person, the person that's like, you're judging me. Like, if you are saying that to people, like, you obviously have shit that you're not secure with. Mm hmm. It's like, the people that are, I've never been like, oh my God, they're judging me. Like, yeah. What the yeah. fuck? I've never, because I'm secure. the world <laughs> knowing that like you're being judged. Yeah. And accepting like, like the judgment because you accept responsibility for whatever you're putting out yeah. and whatever you're projecting. It's part of life. It's part of life. You can't get away with it. There's no, there's no amount of social justice warrioring. <laughs> but yeah, but it's going to like well, fix that shit. And what I was getting at, and like I don't want that word, warrioring. Warrioring. <laughs> what I was getting at was I don't want to talk shit necessarily. I mean, I thought your idea was kind of goofy, right? So I just said it. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, fuck it. That's my judgment. Yeah, but well, like, I knew it was stupid. <laughs> you, you I almost said, stupid, a, I almost said a word saying, that like, was not PC. Sometimes like it's hard line to ride, right? It was retarded. <laughs> it's a hard line to ride because um, take, take Justin LaFleur, for example. He's a really good example of this where – I personally am a Jesse LaFleur fan. Like, for me, he falls on the side of, like, dude, everything he does, like, is worth doing. He's you know, like, dude. he does, he does like, some borderline shit, I think. Like, <laughs> where I'm just, like, I, like my personal, again, these are personal judgments. I yeah. love Jesse LaFleur. Yeah. But, like, I don't think you should do something that, you know, if he thinks it's cool, then as long as it, and I know, I know he's genuine and authentic. That's why I know it's all good. Yeah, he's but, like, a solid dude. Some of the things he did, does, I don't like if anyone, I would never like to see someone repeat. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm like, don't do shin slides because I don't think shin slides are cool, maybe. But yeah. I'm not going to shit on Jesse LaFleur's shin slides because he came up with it. Hey. And like, that's kind of part of it. It's like, if you're there first, fine. But 
if you're the kind of person that's like trying to cheapen your own artistry if for for the sake of clicks or creativity or something like this I don't know. I, ultimately, I, what, I, what I'm trying to say is I think it all matters like a little bit. Like you have to like ultimately, yes, it's social media and it doesn't matter. But I do actually think that I will I will make I, I make the judgments. And like I, if I don't like the choices people are making, I have to be like, that's not good movement, you know, or like, I don't know. Ultimately, I, I just don't believe in like it all being relative. You have to be subjective. Like you have to hold everyone to the highest standard. I think yeah. if you can, I don't know if I'm making sense, but it's making enough sense. I just think that like people just keep talking. <laughs> I'll just keep talking. I'll just riff a little longer. But I was just thinking about it, and like sometimes I see things on Instagram, and I'm like, don't like that. Th- it just bothers me because I'm like, that's why things are bad. Is because people don't try to do good things. They just try to do still like, and this is like huge with American culture. It's like they always are trying to do the minimum for the maximum, minimum this for maximum effect. Like, and that's 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 correct in some ways, right? Like that's gonna you have to apply that rule to be efficient in your life. You have to like make sacrifices as like we were saying but before. But you have to think about the person but you want to be at the end of the day too. You also, and like that you do yeah, you exactly. want to be You're the like, person that's just like I just did the bare minimum to re- like to like get me by. Or like I just figured out what the exact formula and did like and then did that. As opposed to like some people are like I'd rather have just like I would have felt better if I just did it right. Yes. And then like, yeah, like maybe I didn't like, get as far but I was true. Exactly. Let, you know, you know, like there was a, there was like some Senator, I don't know. I went to some random like political, uh, but you can't judge cause it's true to Jesse. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And I, yeah, I, I, know you're not I, judging. I, I, just on, I only bring up Jesse because everyone likes to pick on him and I don't, I understand why, but I also don't understand. Like, I think that they're wrong for shitting on Jesse because the, the people that shit on him almost never do anything. Like no one ever, no one that ever would shit on people would ever like, the thing is, like, the only people that ever shit on any anyone are usually people that haven't done it themselves, right? Or, like, they don't understand the process. Yeah, yeah. So, like, people that are shitting on Jesse, they're, like, they're jealous, ultimately, of his fame and fortune and his yeah. his ability to translate to a wider audience, even though, yeah, it's, like, through um, through some, like, these shin slides or, like, these kind of goofy things. It's more gimmicky. Gimmicky yeah. things. Um He's a super talented individual and he's also super creative. He's like he dude. yeah, these moves these moves like don't take you know in my opinion like why the why I don't want to see people repeat the shin slide is cuz I don't think it's like valuable past the first thing. Yeah. It's like one of those things that's like all right cool like it's like what the voice this voice in movie trailers, right? It's like when the first time they did that, you're like, oh, shit, that voice, that's crazy, right? Damn, that made the, the movie trailer sound sick. Now every fucking trailer is this voice, and it's all cut the same way. And every he trailer, walked and every movie the trailer and is bald. the butterfly. Yeah, and every movie trailer is boring as shit, and like yeah. they all look the same. That's all I'm saying is like Jesse gets to do that because he was there first. He's original. If you're not original, like that's what pisses me off. That's, I guess, what I should have said fucking 10 minutes ago but i'm just like be original (laughs) like be yourself i see so many people like this that's the minimum versus maximum output too is like people are doing they're like they see something online or they see like uh you know in business this is huge like they go oh um this is something tim ferris told me to do so then 10 million 10 million people do it or like everyone's doing 
you know, myself included, I hate myself sometimes when I do this shit. I'm like, I post on my Instagram story, like, oh, look at my new post, blah, 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 you know, like, or here's like yeah. me covering up my, my thing. Like, there's all these trends that people buy into. And I think the world, the world is generally diluted and worsened by the fact that we all are trying to kind of like bite each other's styles to get effect rather than like do it the way we want to do it. Yeah. Rather than do it the way, like we, you know, like there's so many things I could do with this podcast that is like podcast tech, you know, like I could read like a 45 page article on like, this is the way you're supposed to like announce and do everything. And ultimately, like for me, it means more to just do it the the way I want to see it done. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I don't think like people are so programmed now. I don't even know if they have the capacity to even like, like suppose you do it that way and then people don't like it or whatever. And yeah. Obviously fuck them, but like they're missing out on it. You know what I mean? And it's just like, do they even have the capacity? Like, are we so far past like that, that people can't even like come back and appreciate things that are done like properly just yeah. because they're supposed to like fit into this like role. Like, all right, I need to like be successful. I need people to like, I need this many likes. I need this, that and the other, instead of like just doing it solely for yourself. And like, mm-hmm. it's so tough. It's so tough because you want the success because you hope like if I fucking make enough like dick pic posts on my fucking Instagram, I'm going to become famous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, why don't you just do it for only for yourself? And some people do. And it's I always so tough, and I respect though, like, those people, but it's just tough because it's like, if you're in that game, you're playing that game. It's hard to like, it's hard. Yeah. Like it's like hard there's, to just there's be no on, black and white in this area. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah. Because you're always making a sacrifice because you want people to see it. You're, you know, you're always making a small sacrifice. Wait, you mean it's all, it's all black and white? No, it's not black and white. I'm just saying it's all gray. It's, all, it's almost all gray. Like, because no, you're always like doing something that, that's a compromise. You know, there's always like, just the fact that you're on Instagram and not like your fucking own platform, you know, is pro, is a small compromise. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I want to buy in to the fact that everyone's using this social platform. So I'm going to use that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's already a little compromise where like you're not going to be able to do exactly what you want to do probably with, you know, with whatever. If you had this dream medium, it would be it would be different. That's all I'm saying. But yeah. like. I don't know. I sound like an old fucking man is what I sound like for sure. Because I'm just like, why isn't like the world better? But like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like the clickbait mentality, the clickbait mentality. It's just like even journalists now, it's like journalism is dying harder than ever, which is cool because now podcasts and things like this are taking the place. And it's like kind of a new era, I feel like, because people, because they did it to themselves. They go, oh, People will only pay attention to the clickbaity bullshit and no one held themselves to a higher standard because, or maybe that, that standard can't compete. Like you're saying, like no one, you do it the right way and no one fucking does, no one looks at it and then you got a business, yeah. you know? And that's like, I guess that's just shitty. I don't it's, know. Just it's just sucks. shitty. It's just well, like, it's because like now humans just, can't be, you uh, just mentioned like, you're like, I'm telling an old man. It's like, when you get older, you just see through the bullshit. No, yeah. Of all the shit. It's like, dude, I haven't posted on Instagram. Like, my last post was like a parkour post from last year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've been on so many camping trips, so many bike rides, and I've done so much shit this year already. And none of it's online. Yeah. And it's like, I've been like nonstop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't bring, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, I like, the only reason I would have it up there is just for like friends to see. But I usually just tell those people about it and show them pictures that I have on my phone and stuff. Yeah. 
you know? No and doubt. It's like tough to like break that break. And I think that for me, like not like being like, you know what, parkour isn't a career anymore. I think that allows me to like step back from the Instagram stuff and like I still go on Instagram and like people's shit. Yeah. But I'm like not on there that much, but I'm definitely like not posting anymore. And I not that I wouldn't ever post anymore. I just don't really think about it. No. Yeah, it's super strange. Like I think I, I was thought about like at the end well, of the year. You just never, like really, posting a bunch you never of shit. really gave that much of a shit about no. Instagram, to be fair, right? Yeah. Like I've always enjoyed editing and things, so like, well, like I'll edits. always post. And you always but, like, have dope. But original that's edits. a good example. Like I don't you know, the, my style of Instagram posting is fucking terrible for, for like, metrics, you know, for getting good, yeah, like, views people, and stuff like this. Yeah, but that watches your shit loves it, so. And, like, I, I love that they love it. But also, well, like, I make them ultimately for me, you know, more than anyone. And, like, that's probably held me back. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm giving advice. Like, uh, you're, you're, ta- you're listening to, like, uh, like I just mentioned, someone who didn't exactly achieve, you know, success in that field. You know, and I was at one time in my life like seeking success on the gram, you know, or like yeah. trying to get, you know, myself to a position where I would get enough sponsors or or something that I could practice, yeah. um, you know, my my parkour like, and that's it, you know, that'd yeah. be the idea. But because it's a nice thought, like, because you love it so much, like this is so much fun. Like, wouldn't it be nice to just literally get paid to train mm-hmm. and like make videos? And it's like one, it's just like it's not possible like we're doing literally nothing for the world <laughs> well that's not true yeah i know I, I say that but like it's so minuscule it's inspiring some people but like here's the thing though like, it's like, not like i thought about that a lot visit. actually and i've like i think uh, this is my position on that yeah you're not doing anything maybe for the world like outright but if you have the wrong skill set like we were talking about before if you don't have the skills to pay the bills <laughs> that yeah. are like that are like the the ethical skills, like the skills that like you could say like are valuable, like whatever I don't know, like Greenpeace and like you're 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 helping save children, you put food on the table, like <laughs> yeah. you're like a, you have a restaurant, like you feed people and you, healthy food or something. Uh-huh. <clears throat> if you're not that person, at least you're not fucking making it worse. Yeah, like if you really love parkour. You're doing like something. You're bettering yourself. Like parkour is a good discipline. It helps you learn a lot about yourself and the world. No, and, like, it is awesome. There's a lot of things that like I think are really valuable about I it. I said still. literally. That was not a good use of the word. We talked <laughs> about like, how I know because I grappled with that too. I was like, man, I don't feel like um, like I feel like I'd want to make more impact. You know, sometimes you know than than what what you can do. Uh, you know, with a jump or something. You know, but but I think that first of all that. F- those jumps and your movement training is more far reaching than you ever know. And also like that's as valuable as a, like it's not as, it's not as if it's not valuable. Yeah. It's easy to think that you're not doing anything for the world, but you're, I think doing a lot for the world by one, just being happy, by just not being a person that's going to be like miserable and like taking it out on other people. Like if parkour is making you happy, just the fact that you're a, a, a happy person, is much better than someone who is working some miserable job they don't want to work and yeah. like it, it make it breeds Fucking resentment sales. and it breeds like yeah it breeds contempt for society it breeds can you know whatever it is and that should be a carpet salesman and I think <laughs> dude <laughs> dude that is like some insane shit actually like, like people are just like full I, career dude you remember you your first job carpets for the last you remember your years? first job first job yes what was it well I guess what. I worked for guests technically for my stepdad and then like 
mowing lawns. But first legitimate in-store job was a performance bike shop. Interesting. Oh, you've been in the bike industry for a minute. Yeah. See, and I, I was in fashion, dude. I worked at PacSun was my fashion, first job. Dude. That was my proclivity towards clothes and uh, and eventually making my own clothing company, I guess. Oh. But yeah, it's weird how those, there's like those through lines, yeah. you know? But, um, but I remember- Mikey didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And neither did, well, maybe <laughs> not yet, but like, yeah, yeah, I actually still have an interest in fashion, but like parkour, what was I going to say? I remember just getting that first job and being like, what the fuck, dude? I'm going to, I just knew, I knew from age 16, I was like, I'm going to have a hard time finding like what I really love. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't imagine being any one of these people. Any like the management position, I couldn't imagine like yeah, they're older being too, a retailer. Right? Like, I couldn't imagine being like, like the corporate dude. I couldn't imagine being like the salesperson, the secret shopper that would come in. Like half the people I'd meet in the mall and stuff. I was like, Jesus. When I really joined the workforce, I was like, damn, son. Like these these all seem like miserable positions. You know? Yeah. And like and so like working towards parkour and like all those you know years and like I'm still you know whatever I'm still involved obviously I'm doing this shit but I'm still grateful for the fact that I I have a lifestyle within parkour and within this community that affords me like happiness yeah because I know I you have a good life dude you have a good job I have a good life, dude. And like, uh, that's all I'm saying is like, uh, you know, maybe I'm not doing like the biggest thing I could do for the world or, you know, but at least I'm like stoked most of the time. And I'm just like, um, I enjoy my, my lifestyle. And, uh, I think that's huge, dude, because parkour has given me like a place where I can feel at least like, I'm not going to want to destroy like, you know, (laughs) everything around me because it's miserable. Cause any job I've worked up until parkour, I never lasted even a year. Yeah. You know, it's it's, before I got involved in parkour. I haven't, I'd never worked a single job consecutively for like longer than a year. Like I had summer jobs that I would have for a few years, but it does, it was only okay. Cause I had to get, I could get away from them during the school year, you know? Yeah, Yeah. So like, that's all I'm saying. Like well, with parkour and stuff, it's like you'd, you're 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 maybe inspiring like young people to at least like develop themselves. And like, there's so many things that you could do that's not good, yeah, with your life. And parkour is not one of those things. I don't think. No, like, for sure. And I, I guess I like said it like too quickly. I didn't really mean it like that. Obviously, it brings a lot of like value. But I guess I was saying I was like, it's hard. Initially, I was thinking it's hard because there's not enough opportunities financially to sustain people's life to be able to do to do it that's the like really do it and actually like be able to really do it you know what i mean hustle game if you want to be that person like you can sell it like jesse Flair, and that's why kudos to him like exactly exactly he's made it work dude that's why i'm like dude this this is the this is one of the hardest industries i've ever seen to make it in parkour industry is is it's more difficult than you know so it's like i'm just saying if you like jump in but you're not and you're lazy you might as well try to figure out what the other thing you're like you're good at doing is, and maybe like figure that because you have to work your ass off if you want to be successful in parkour. Anyone who's successful in parkour, Kai, oh my fucking god, fucking so much respect. The guy busts his ass, hundred percent. You know what I mean? And he's old as fuck now. He's like forty three, and he sent the <laughs> fat roof gap the other day. He's the same age as me, actually. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but but like you know what I mean? Like and you're that older guy's than both still of us. going, and he's crushing, and he's. <laughs> hey, real quick, 
You're older than both of I'm us. I'm older than both of you. So, and she's just piped down yeah. over there. And old he's man. fucking killing it. He's got Storm. <laughs> yeah. He's a lovely girlfriend, talented. Every, yeah, exactly. Like, like that's why like, I give it up uh, to uh, anyone who's made it know, in this but industry. But it's so hard. There's still like a small amount of people that can, they can make that their lives, you know? And I guess what for me, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to make this work. What can I make work? Yeah. For me, I'm like, I'm a problem and solver. I think that's, I'm a problem solver. And so I, I think that's solve my problem. That's know? what I, yeah, that's kind of like all I wanted to like talk. Not all I wanted to talk about, but I think that was super, that's super, super important. Because I think for a lot of people, they're coming up against this, 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 this thing that we came up against. Yeah. You know, we're like, if you look at it honestly, and if you go real fucking just sendy in your own mind, send the honesty. Yeah. What is it? What is the outlook really? Uh-huh. Are you willing to sacrifice the next, like whatever long, how long it's going to take? Because it's going to be a ridiculous hustle. And like, that was like the, th- the thing that I was talking about earlier. That was like hard for me. I was like, damn, I realized that like for me, it wasn't what I wanted anymore. You know, the, the athlete dream, the athlete like paid to go training. I was like, I do not want to do that. Cause I was like, that's going to hurt so bad when I'm old. You know, I could feel things going in my body. And I was like, I just didn't set myself up the right way. I got into parkour too late and I had already done too much damage for me to like realistically compete with like the, the insanity that's going on right it's now. It's insane. You know? And I'm like, people are, I'm not saying I'm literally not, rubber bands and they're flipping around and we are, we have like, we're walking around in fucking toothpicks. Yeah. And it's not that I don't, snap. I want to compete with them. I just, I'm like realistic. Like you're saying, you got to be honest with like where you're at. And I think that part of, um, you know, to tie it into the mental health thing, I think a lot of people get tied up in that dream and I'd like them to know that it's okay to like feel like it's okay to maybe look at it a different way. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like all it's done is make my life a million times better. mm -hmm. The weight has been lifted for a while now, but then I was like, but I don't, I don't want to tell people to give up on their dreams. No, definitely not. I'm just saying like, if you, if you want it, make sure you really want it. Yeah. Because then you won't regret it going after it. But I've seen, I've seen some people just like kind of half in half out or just, not sure about it and like kind of following that dream because they, they think that's what they want. Yeah. yeah. But <clears throat> if they really wanted it, they'd be doing a lot of things different, you know? Yeah. If you really want it, you got to be looking at it. Honestly, mm-hmm. where are you at? Where do you sit? You know, like, and you have to be putting in the insane effort because you look at the people that are successful. They're not fucking sleeping, dude. They're no. just <laughs> sending. Send. Nonstop, Full send. and like that's I respect the hell out of him for it. But I just I, I know Wait, how Guernsey? difficult when's it Guernsey is. Again? I know how much the hustle is. That's why I'm like, damn son. I was like, I can't keep this up, <laughs> dude. It's so I was hard. like, I can't, I can't even uh, begin to to. But you know, that doesn't mean I want out of the industry. It just means yeah. I want a new. Well, that's what's a cool, new like dream. because you've been really consistent. I mean, how long have you been doing the podcast for now? This is week twenty four. So week twenty four. So that's a long fucking time. Like. And doing this, like as the sport progresses, you've already done some announcing and multiple occasions and events. And like, that's just like, we went, I mean, there's obviously like, well, and, and, here, stuff, and but the, like, it's setting you up for like potential opportunities, like within parkour, like the longer you grind, like you could be some fucking old ass dude, like talking about parkour. And ultimately, you know, if that's what better you really about wanted, what's yeah. better about it, then everything is like, it's, it's, it's just like when I was training back in the day more. It's something I like to do and I want to do. 
Yeah. It really doesn't like feel like I'm working towards anything. Like I have ideas about what goals I want to achieve. And of course, like I'm going to set goals because what the fuck am I doing otherwise? You know, like why, you know, you got to try to improve and get better. And like, that's what's fun about doing it. But I don't like need, I don't have the expectations again. Like I'm in that area where I just am doing it for the love of it. And like, that's, that's where I want to be. That's where you're going to be happy. Right. But it's weird that it's like hard to sometimes like go, okay, shift. Yeah. But you might be shifting up, bro. You might be shifting from third to fourth gear. And all of a sudden, you're about to hit some speeds. Some speeds. Yeah. And, um, definitely looking forward to this next chapter. It's going to be very different. It's going to be a different pace. Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking of, yeah, it's just like life is just too short but to it's fucking exciting. dwell on that bullshit. It's like, you know? dude, like I would rather like be doing this and be like, this is really fucking hard right now. Like this is a different shit. Oh my God. I'm going through this whole like learning phase. Oh my goodness. Like I'd rather be doing that than just not like doing the same shit forever. Like fuck life's about change. Mm-hmm. This one girl I met like a while ago at the bar, we probably were at the bar together and she had a tattoo that Delta symbol, like a trail triangle. Mm-hmm. And change. She's like, life is like about constant change. Like, and well, you have to learn to like that, like, and adapt, like be adaptable and be like, life changes. Like if you just stay in the same spot for too long, you don't really learn anything. You get complacent and like, yeah, it's not really healthy. No, not at all. So no. And it hurts though. It's weird. Like it just hurts that it's like, it hurts to change. You like to change. You have to let pieces of yourself die. Totally, or dude. literally murder pieces of yourself, like inside your own like psyche. Yeah. You know, dude, you I mean, like, like think about like not me anymore. Shot. Like yeah. I have like friends and family that are there. Like I'm not going to see them anymore. I mean, obviously I'm going to see them, but like not every single day, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be like, Hey, you want to go? But the thing is what I can look up to is, or look forward to is, all right, well now I can afford a car and yeah. now we can do things that are fun and hang out outside of work. Be like, Hey, I'll, let, I'll pick you up. Let's go like riding. So like the yeah. memories that we get to make from here on out are like memories that aren't just like at fucking work. It's like real memories. And so I'm like, what's like, yeah, I don't get to see him all the time, but like what like positive can I take away from that? And that's the, like we can build like more like memorable experiences instead of just like, all right, we hung out all the time at work, you know? <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Um, yeah, dude, we're kind of scattered all over the place on this episode. Like we're, we're it was a good of, episode, bro. There, yeah. You know, I'm, gl- I'm glad we had these, this little sit down. Yeah. Shay's I don't know. excited too. look at him. Look at his ear flicking. Oh, stop flicking. Ear flicking, ear flocking, florking. So ear flicking, flicking, flocking. Um, but yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I wish we could go out with a bang. I wish you had dude, any funny stories. I wanted to know about Guernsey, though. I did want to know. When's the next cliff jumping session? The next cliff jumping session. What are you thinking about it? Which I'm weekend? thinking maybe is uh, in August here. August weeks. what, though? Maybe... Um, I'm still in between whether or not I'm going to NAPC or maybe we do a Guernsey trip that weekend. Oh, so this 10th and 11th or whatever? Yep. Okay, so let me look. So this last was off. So this is a five-day week for them. Four-day, five-day, four-day is Guernsey weekend for me. Four-day weekend. If I'm working then, I don't know how long Wait, it's going to take. Wait, what, in that 10th, 11th area? Yeah, but at this rate, I probably won't even start then. Mm. But even if I did, it would be a four-day weekend, and I might start the next, depending on how long it takes. But Hell yeah. So it's either I'm able to go on that Friday, or 
I'm I'm able to go on that Friday. Well, I think um, I think <laughs> see uh, my life is good regardless. You know what I what mean? I've like, heard, what I've heard what I've heard from the Grams and stuff is that we might get some sick international guests even. Like who? I heard Luke. I heard Luke Bruman. Uh, one Luke Bruman. He's gonna be so much better at it. Than wants me. to uh, but join. He's already gonna be better at it than me, anyways. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit. <laughs> yeah. I hope he does the devil's dick. Gain, oh my god, gainer! Dude. What if someone just gainer? What if someone was like, "I got this shit," and then they didn't? I think that <laughs> they would die. Yeah, I think that anyone <laughs> jumping that at first would have some serious injury. Like unless you practice, like I a think if lot. you could do the, if you could eighty foot gainer, if you could gainer the eighty or seventy footer, I straight could, air the devil's dick though. You think anyone could straight air the devil's dick? I don't like, know that I would not want to straight air an, an injury. I don't know that I'd want to straight air it. The straight air is always worse. I feel like straight air is scarier Dude, sometimes. Dude, the jump that you broke last time, I think that that would be a good one to gainer. I want to try that. 100%. That would be a fucking sick Running gainer. gainer maybe or standing. I don't know. Standing. I don't want to standing. I forget what it looks <laughs> like. I think there's like a little bit of a gap out over but the rocks. That so like that okay. like makes me want to run it almost, but I think it's probably fine either way. Oh god, Anyhow, that's savage. The fucking Gurns, dude. Cliff jumping. We're going back seven. to the Gurns. I love yeah. I love the idea of cliff jumping. Although that one, like, already, like, that dream again, like, kind of got crushed a little bit when I started researching it more and finding out how much impact the water actually is. I was like, okay, what is it? What is if it? I'm, like, feeling what is it, it 10 times or what is it? What's 10 it? times your body weight at, like, 90 feet. Because I'm looking at the Red Bull Cliff Diving Series and I'm like, holy fuck. You're like, maybe this I'll just be so really cool. good at this. And then these guys are doing, like, quad no, 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 flips. No, I never, I never thought I would be, like, feet. on the Red Bull Series. But I just, like... I liked the idea of being able to work up to that, and I was like, "Oh, I'm probably not going to want to work up to that because I'll be, I again, do more of my life is about sustainability now, and so I just want to like, I just I know that I love moving so much, I don't want to be like doing damage, you know, like it's not worth it for me to do the 90 foot cliff jump if I fuck myself. Dude, the up, 60 doesn't you know? look bad anymore. The 60s getting gainered this summer. Really? Hundred percent. Dude, you're such a man. I just don't think like I'll have a problem getting myself to that point this summer Dude, that's so like you're like crazy like you're already thinking tell that you're like thinking you're like mentally because if you if you think about it and you keep processing and you're processing and you're processing yeah, eventually yeah. you're like all right but like i'm not even processing at all <laughs> and i'm like damn like well i've been I watching do so much jumps. red bull cliff diving i'm like pfft, like that's literally like it helps to see like where you can actually take it I mean, obviously, those guys have been doing it for decades. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, okay. When you see, like, elite-level parkour, you can be like, okay, I can do a six-foot jump from, yeah. like, a curb to another curb. That's yeah. basically the equivalent of, like, a 60-foot gainer to what cliff drivers are doing. <laughs> like, it's so insane that I'm like, okay, it's really, like, I, more I guess about, I'm not like, thinking about it because, like, I, we haven't even get gainered, headspace. We haven't gainered the 40 again. And so until I go back and do that, the 40, like, yeah, that's I'm not what I'm saying. When I get the 40, you know I mean? the 40, I, I know I've gainered. We're going to gain her the 40. Yeah. Well, then, we're going to that again. Assuming that goes well a few times, which it's never not gone well unless I tried to double it, <laughs> which I want to get my dubs. I'd like to get some dubs, but I'm also like, I'm fine with just big single flips. Oh, yeah. But like, I want to get the 40 dubbed or 40 gainered, then the 50, and then it's natural. I'll be down for the 60, I think, after that. You want to gain her the 50 by the fr first jumps? No, no, no. The one with, that I broke last time. Oh, I think, okay, I think okay, that's the best okay, intermediary okay. step. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I think I would do that one, too. The 55 or whatever that fucking ah, one is. I think I would do that fucking one. fucking disgusting. I hate that jump. <laughs> I hate that one, too. I've animated myself all three times. 
You always get your ass rocked on that just jump. Fucking someone like smashes it with a fucking baseball bat. Do you have to squirt out your butthole after you're done? No. How do you know? Your suit, just, your suit's all wet. It's just so fast. It's just so fast that like something happened. I'm like, did you just fart in my face, Shay? <laughs> he like got up, stretched, and just. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Air? Is that air? You got to be kidding me right now. Um, what a rude animal. Yeah, I know. But either way, Guernsey session. I'm looking forward to that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, so, boys and girls. Um, yeah, man. Anyways, I yeah, I guess that's about. the message. That's the end of the thing. Send that's it. the end of it. Just fucking Just send, send it. it. Fucking don't be afraid. Send it. Don't be afraid. Do your thing. But also be be honest with yourself. I think that's like another like be true. sort of yeah, thing. Be true. Yeah. Be true to yourself. Or you can because, stay don't true be, like Don't be Tempest. scared. Like, don't be scared of being true to yourself. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's still, like, it's still hard for me to, like, look at myself honestly still because I still have, like, pieces of myself like, no, nah, dude, you're parkour. You did, like, you did this. You should be this. And I'm like, no, like, that's not even, that's not <laughs> what I want anymore. You know, it's really hard to detach yourself from, from certain things yeah. like that aren't, that aren't really you. Yeah, totally. So like, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know, boys and girls. Nobody knows. You're listening to a man who doesn't know shit. Yeah. But uh, I thank you for listening to me <laughs> because, uh, you know, I'm enjoying it and I hope you guys are too. Knox? Yes. Thanks for coming on the podcast, bro. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate getting the chit chat, getting that shitty chat. But yeah, let's just let's do this again, obviously, because we've done it. Uh, am I, is this the second time I've been on, or the third time? Third, third time. That's what I was thinking. You're so, tied with Max Henry Nicotis. We, we definitely should just like most appearances. Do it again. Also, I'm down to do a couple. Like sometimes I wish the podcast stuff was just always out. So that we could be like, dude, this needs to be on the podcast. And then have like a 10-minute mini podcast, like a mini cast. Dude, I'm freaking down. We can do some mini casts. A mini PKs? Just some fucking little uploads here and there. You know? Real quick, I wanted to look at current events, but I think that's it. I think like it's already. Any any fights? You already you probably already did your podcast about um, Cormier, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, I mentioned him already. But yeah, that was some legendary shit. Are there any fights this weekend? And that's what I'm saying. Like, look at Cormier, dude. Dude, Cormier is a perfect example, dude. He was a wrestler his whole life. Dude, he never he stopped. He never achieved. He never stopped trying, He never dude. achieved, like, championship level. Like, he, he competed for titles in, in wrestling his, for, like, years, you know? And he, at collegiate, collegiate finals, any NCAA collegiate finals, he got, like, second or fourth or something. Same with the Olympics. Twice. Second. Two-time Olympian. He was denied gold. Second. Second and fourth, I think. And, like, he made a shift finally. He said, like, like he let go of that wrestling pedigree, like, dream, you know, which you're kind of forced out of that, too. Like, again, he was honest about where his skills were and everything else, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to go into MMA now. Yeah. There's, like, less athleticism. It's less developed, like, so well, I can... Like, I mean, it's different kind of It's not less, less yeah, athleticism, yeah. but it's not as... People haven't tried to get good at that one thing for as many years. Yeah. So you can learn it faster and you can get to like the top of the game. Yeah. Even if you're. It's like wrestling's like chess in a way. Like it's like you have your. It's like freakishly like developed. It's like, yeah, it's so old. It's It's one of the oldest things in the world. So it's like you're not going to. 
It's like, so precise. It, if you like didn't the, get it like a few years, you're probably techniques. not gonna get it again. You know. Yeah. Whereas like fighting is just more. There's just more chaos. There's just more, more variables. It's more variables more and stuff. Variables. And like, I'm sure wrestling. I don't know fucking dick about wrestling, but but look, but Cormier. But the point is, gets he, in. He, he can't fucking beat John Jones, and then he's he can't beat John second. Jones. He can't beat John Jones. So then he has to shift again, and like he finally shifts up. And then he his fucking his, his father got killed, and his daughter got killed, and right. Yeah, his dad was murdered when he was young. His daughter died in a car accident when she was like just a baby. Like terrible things he's had to overcome. And then I mean, he finally becomes like interim champ. He becomes champion only because like John Jones is out. Like, yeah, that's the only way. But then he beats well, everyone even else. Only, like he still had to win that title. He still had yeah. to compete all the way up to that point. And like, but every time it's he went not like and fought it was John Jones, he loses. But he every loses. time he fought Jones, he lost. And then finally, he fights the fucking uh, upper class, the heavy, super duper fat yeah. ass heavyweight class. Not fat ass, but like he fights in heavyweight instead of light heavyweight, and he mm. fucking finally wins on his own accord. And he becomes the pound for pound, pound for pound number one king. At fucking thirty nine years old. At thirty nine years old, that's he's the pound for pound best fighter in the world. And that's the thing is like the Popeyes, like, dude. Popeyes, he was like fifty five millionaire overnight. Like there's crazy stories. Like you Popeyes, know? what chicken? It was yeah, I think it was like KFC or the Popeyes. Fuck are you talking about now? Yeah, it was just like how was it overnight? I don't know. Someone was telling me that it's like that's it was, some horseshit. It was like fifty five years old, and then boom, like I mean not boom, it's like oh. but that's when it happens, like. Yeah, that's like, well, like that's it's it's like a double message, right? It's like make the shifts, make the adjustments you need to, and never give up on your dreams. Like because DC never gave up too; he kept pushing forward. But he he also like did everything that he could do. True, and like didn't get caught up with like, all right, I'm a wrestler. I failed at wrestling, so I'm done. You know, or like he, I'm I'm a failed at light heavyweight, so I'm done. You know, he just kept going and like looking for like where he could apply his his uh, character and his strengths. Yeah. And he's like one of the fucking best announcers of all time, too. He's so good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hugely inspired by DC. Um, it gives me. He's, a, he's honest, dude. He's honest. He gives me so much dude. like hope for he my life. He doesn't fucking like do any drugs or like dose or anything like that like he doesn't cheat with steroids like he's like a good like clean honest fighter and he's like I family wanna, man he's like he's a like, brilliant coach I only want to fight people that are clean he's like I'm not even gonna bother no he's, he's like, fighting he's, he's fighting Brock Lesnar yeah he's not that's Brock Lesnar is not clean oh they, I thought he was saying he's only gonna fight he him he wants to fight him clean but we all know Brock Lesnar takes steroids <sighs> and has taken them for many many years Brock Lesnar is a freak of nature and a freak of steroid nature. I want to look at a picture of this motherfucker. Dude, he's like a natural 285 pounder. It's like fucking insane. Well, not natural. It's steroid assisted. But but he also is the most... (laughs) He's just like the biggest dollar sign that DC's ever seen in his life. DC will kill him? I think DC will fuck him up. Yeah, knock him out. You think he's just too slow? Because as good as Brock Lesnar is at wrestling, and that's his pedigree, and that's how like Rock Le- Brock Lesnar became a legit UFC champion at one time, Brock Lesnar is not a, as good a wrestler as DC is. Brock Lesnar never got to the Olympic level. Yeah, no, you know? no. he's a fucking... He's just bigger than DC, and that's going to be something to contend with, but I think DC outsmarts him and outworks him and fucking knocks him out um, if, if and when that fight happens. I really want to see DC fight Jones for before he retires at heavyweight. I think... But I'm also I also don't want to see that because hilarious. I think Jones is just undefe- undefeatable, 
And yeah, <laughs> I think Jones is just undefeatable and he'll just fuck him up again. And then I'll just be sad that DC goes out on like such a low note. Oh my but God. But if he was... takes the risk and he fucking goes out and fights John Jones again and somehow wins, which I just don't know if like it works that way because that's just like John Jones, life's yeah. like not as fairy tale as you want it to be. Like I think John Jones, even though he's a fucking menace to society, he is the greatest person in the fucking octagon. But we don't know because John Jones used steroids, and then the only time we've ever seen him completely like tested that we like can trust is when he fought over in St. Prue, and he looked kind of like shit. Yeah, he looked so, shit. Like, he was out of fighting for a while, but he looked like shit. He didn't look like the the John Jones no. of old, you know. He looked. Yeah, John Jones champion would have fucking murked Evan yeah. Saint that. But that's also ring rust is in the mix. Potentially, he was off of him a huge yeah. hiatus. I don't know. UFC though, follow that shit because it's fun. And it's real, dude. It's the realest. Fucking some raw shit. That's and yeah. The fucking, you want to get thing, inspired by the hustle? That's that that business takes even more hustle. That is potentially the hardest thing I can see anyone doing. Yeah, UFC like becoming a pro MMA fighter and trying to make it in that world, I think, is maybe the hardest thing in the world to do. Dude, that's why I, I, I think I love thing that. that I that want shit. people to go look up just because it's something I'm into. Mm. Go look up UCI downhill World Cup. The races are happening right now. Oh yeah, the downhill races it's are savage. Sick. Uh, you can go. Red Bull has it live streams all their races. Uh, if you go on YouTube, Vital Raw is the people. They're the people who make all the like the videos of like the like they show of every single race they have like a race day they're gonna have both of their practice days up and it's just fucking gnarly and you're like dude these guys are sending bikes like full speed they'll usually show like POV runs or like the winning runs the POVs and are the and best like, because you can really like, tell how fast people are going these guys are flying through this it's shit insane. and it's like so steep it's like hard to even stand up on some of those sections they're so steep like it's crazy so yeah two things that are happening right now yeah Three things even. The cliff diving thing is I'm going to put that back in the mix too. Cliff diving tours are happening. And like this is the beauty of life is you can be interested in all these things and enjoy them. And I'm like, I'm I'm loving my bike riding. I'm loving my cliff jumping. Yeah, we went on a bike ride today. A short one. You know, like that's who I am. I'm like more of an adrenaline junkie. I like other things that give me that same feeling that parkour gave me, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's just who I am. I also want to order sights for my Glock. By the way, I had to throw that in there. Get the fuck. You can't be talking about your Glock now. Now we're just opening up a whole new can of worms, dude. I know, I know. We're about to wrap that shit up, I know, we're so close. Maybe we should just do a short one about our guns. Not right now. Maybe we do one of our 10-minute episodes. Yeah, maybe we discuss the gun issue. That'll be a good one because that deserves its own episode. And also, we're probably going to lose a lot of... (laughs) Actually, I don't think so. I think think that the the high-drop audience is like really open-minded and generally like i mean i haven't i haven't received any like stupid feedback yet like i've only received good feedback from like intelligent people that have come and to talk to the podcast to either feed you know well, if someone's like dude you, you talked about guns it's like dude and they get mad at you it's just because they're like well, scared or they're ignorant and they're not wanting to pay attention and listen to the like information because nothing we're going to say on there is like no, yeah, yeah, be, like, exactly. Somewhat, for the most part, factual and like trying to like offer like awareness and knowledge. I think know, it's a and it's a hot button issue. And also, you and, and I don't fall in the same like exact spot on that issue. Yeah, which is like why it'd be a good conversation. Yeah, because you're just more used to growing up around guns. I think is mainly the thing. 
and I'm not used to growing up around guns. And yeah. so like, I still have more reservations, more questions and more like, you know, left leaning, I guess you could call them or progressive, like reforming like opinions. But I'm not like, well, I'm definitely I'm not, open to the conversation to be, because I, I don't claim to be any of those things. I have suggestions. I, that's what I'm saying is like, you're maybe more on the right side of that issue. Like the conservative side, the conservative position, the more like more, more respect or more, uh, pro gun, just more, pro gun. more pro guns. Yeah. But, but I, think also, that, I think that a lot of people, but also they just, you, neither of us are like on either extreme at all. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people they assume that it's, you know, like that, and I guess the problem with the conversation is people don't actually offer solutions and like want to come with, up with like something that actually makes a difference. They're like, just no guns. And it's like, all right, well, that doesn't fucking help. Like come up with something that's actually tangible, like a policy that can like make sense. And so like I definitely have some ideas that like they're yeah. not like crazy amounts of ideas or anything like that. But I definitely thought about it. I'm like, all right, yeah, like there are a lot of guns. Like what do we do about it? So like I'd love to have that conversation at some point. Yep. Let's not have it right now. Let's get it. Let's get let's down on another episode. All right, bye, everyone. Love you. <laughs> bye. See ya. What is it? Abrupt ending. <laughs>